Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. I know some of you were wondering what happened last week, but you can count it on uh, having children. Kids bring around all the bugs. So the stomach flu <laughs> ran through my house, and uh, I got, I got, at least sounds like somebody else back here got the stomach flu. So I, I got a little bit of something. So we're back on target. We're back where we need to be. And today we're talking about street artists. What is a street artist? What is street art? What What's the difference between street art and graffiti? What's the difference between somebody just standing out there hollering and screaming and a street artist? <laughs> there's there's differences. I grew up in East Baltimore. We saw all okay, kinds of different okay. types of street art. So those were common things. So bellying up to the bar at us with today is writer, comedian, artist, uh, sunglass <laughs> aficionado, uh, a little bit of everything. <laughs> father, father of the West Coast. We're going to call him because he's got a little man with him. We have brought with us today, yeah. coming all the way from Cali with us today, Mr. Vernon English. Thank you so much, Sean. Um, I've been, uh, uh, my first and foremost, let me uh, take the time to thank you, thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. And uh, yes, I am a father. I have my son with me. Uh, I'm a street artist, and uh, I also have a podcast, which is Spiky Bebop, S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P. And uh, that's basically a platform that I speak on my, you know, science fiction, but uh, uh, the day-to-days of being an artist is. Uh, it's not so much just smoking weed and, you know, looking at pretty ladies. It literally uh, uh, goes along with actually uh, thinking as wire some wire some on a daily basis like so you have a list of a list literally um i didn't even i got hit i got hit by a car was this uh in january and while and while i was there and and so uh i just got a little tuned up but i'm tougher than i look man <laughs> yeah hey, hey so yeah hey, brother, you got a little bit of an audio issue i'm not sure if it's oh if it's oh if it's your headphones, uh, Brett Keller's just jumped on and said there's a little bit of an audio issue. It started okay, 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 okay. Can you hear me better? No, what's going on is you're getting a I'm getting a double feed here. So every time you talk, mm-hmm. I'm saying it twice. Uh, can you switch from your headphones just to your speaker on your um, on your phone? Let's see if that works better. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. One second. Let's cut that off. See if that does it. For Let's us. see if that works. It wasn't doing it in pre-production, folks. Fix this. Fix. Now, can you hear me? Can you hear me a little better? I can hear you, but we're getting a little bit of a. Uh, now I'm getting now the, I'm the, the feedback. feedback. Well, Brett, you say that, and I can hear. The, I can hear the feedback. I can hear the feedback. Okay, so okay, so the feedback, the feedback from the headphones. Can you hear me just a little bit better? Are the headphones cut off? Headphones cut off. Yes. All right, so we're getting so we're that getting feedback that, now. That feedback now. Um, let's see if we um, let's see if we to the headphones. See, but I'm not hearing it. All. Are you hearing it? Can I talk to it? Well, you're fine. Your audio is good. My mic is uh, on right now, but I'm trying to figure out what's the the feedback. It, what it may be is that what it the may headphones be is are picking up. The only time you ever get the feedback, ever right get feedback is when one is person when talking in another yeah, yeah. Well, let me turn off my Bluetooth. Oh, cut that off. That off. Hopefully, that, hopefully, that's a little bit. Let me know when you're off there. When you're off okay, there. I'm, okay, I'm all off, and hopefully that helps a little. And can you hear me a little better? Let's see. Let's, nope, yeah, I'm still getting yeah. that, feedback. That, feedback, that feedback. Man, that's crazy. Um, Let's try this. Try this. this. Uh, do me a favor, <laughs> brother. Do me a favor, Log brother. out. Log out. Log out. Log back log in. Out, log back in. in. I'll do the. Uh, I'll do the uh, okay, I'll try. Let's try that. All right, folks. Vernon's gonna gonna jump off for. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right, Brad. It was bad. Uh, but see, I'm not. Are you? Let me know, Brad, if you're still hearing it. Vernon uh, logged off there, and uh, he's gonna try to log back in. 
I'm going to just uh, kick that. Yeah, see, it's so it was just his audio. It wasn't my audio also. But let's jump jump in this while he's trying to get himself uh, back back situated. Uh, we're going to do that, and then he'll be able to jump back on. So let's go ahead and do our house cleaning real quick. So while Vernon's getting himself situated to come back, um, we'll go ahead and do our do our quick house cleaning right now. As we always say, folks, uh, we're on here every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, over my right shoulder, we got the big sign for sticker and a cause. As we talk about, if you've got, maybe you're a street artist, maybe you're into something, and you've got a sticker, whatever that happens to be. If you reach out to me, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, I'll tell you where to send it to. You send me a sticker, we put your stuff up there, and you get free advertisement on what we've got going on, and I'll talk about what you got happening. At the same time, maybe your uh, maybe your media needs an upgrade from graffiti to street art, and you need somebody to deal with. Well, that's why we got Media by Dibs. You reach out to Media by Dibs. That's D I B S on Instagram or on uh, Facebook. Media by Dibs, or you can find him on LinkedIn at Andrew Dibble. When you tell him that you're there to belly up to the bar, he's going to give you a ten percent discount on your uh, first order, and he's going to go ahead and give you a free consultation. That's Media by Dibs. All right, we're all opened up here, brother. Okay, okay. So feedback. Still more feedback. I hear myself echoing. It's it's let's try the headphones one more time. See if it it wasn't echoing on my end for the headphones just your end. Okay, so the headphones again. Let's see if that that fixes stuff. But yeah. So something when you're talking when I'm talking on your end, you're picking up and feeding back. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe if I turn the heat down, heat a little bit, little bit or something. Hopefully that helps. One moment. One moment. Uh, uh, two seconds. You got it, brother. So while he's getting his audio all situated, uh, we'll go ahead and get some things. But I'm curious, as we're getting this all situated, what's some of your folks' uh, experiences with street art? Do you know anybody who does street art? I know here in the in the capital region over in Troy, every uh, during the summertime, we actually have a phenomenal thing where they actually, outside of all the businesses down around the Uncle Sam statue, they'll do art right on the street where you can see the paintings and you can ask people what to do, and it's right there. And then within the week, it's gone. So it's, it's kind of this you're <laughs> now gone type situation yeah. of that kind of art. But if you also keep in mind, and we can go back to prior to vaudeville days, that's really what vaudeville was, is taking artists who were performing on the streets, doing their acts on the streets, because that's how they were trying to put money in their pocket. Vaudeville brought that into buildings and then created our modern day entertainment that we watch movies and we watch skit, skit, ah, skit comedy. All those kind of things come from the street artist so that's kind of the history of street art according to me but mr vernon why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself what your street art is and, and what your background getting into it is okay so so if you can hear me uh my map my is it just just the you just said and how said and how um uh street, uh street art and it can it can be the random the rent being as being as in are going are going throughout your day adult an adult you don't expect expect surprise usually usually when we get to a certain you're still, you're still it's doubling, brother. every time you talk it doubles up uh, uh, and and uh, such a great message message uh if I walk over, I walk over this way, this way, but um, hopefully, hopefully you get yeah, a little bit of what I'm saying. Yeah, everything, everything you're, everything you're saying. As soon as you talk, so I'm not getting my echo anymore. But every time you talk, it's echoing on your end. Uh, oh, man, man. Oh no, I apologize, Sean. I thought, man, I thought it was good. That's, yeah, it's that's, echoing every time you talk. Um, One more time. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, just as far as it, you can hear me a little bit clearly with this. I, your voice is perfectly fine, but what happens is every time you're talking, it's doubling up. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, while you're figuring that out, I'm going to mute your mic for just a moment. Okay. Okay. And whatever you did, then I was just doubling up, so it was picking up. 
Try muting headphones. There you go. Try muting either your headphones or your phone itself. Uh, George, who's another podcaster, said uh, use try muting one or the other so that you're only using one microphone. You you might be you using might be- using two mics right now because i'm just choosing this one here one here for uh what do you call this on the phone android and if it's still if it's hung up i'm trying to figure out if it's that if it's like welcome to technical hour with sean and bernard <laughs> where we have to figure out how to get headphones to work and shit not to echo back at us <laughs> let me go let me go this is bad. this is bad. this is easy. all right so i'm gonna right. i'm gonna put you back down while you're figuring out what some of the possibilities could be okay okay so while he's figuring out that um i'm curious and everybody who's on here right now knows you can go live with us and ask questions but i'm curious um has anyone ever really spent any time and vernon you should be able to still hear me just give me a thumbs up when you're ready to go um have you had any experiences? I want to mute you for a second. Have you had any personal experiences with street art or watching street artists? And if you did, where were you and what kind of uh, experience did you have? Like I said, growing up in Baltimore, you see it all the time. I used to work for Amtrak and go down into the city all the time and headed down into New York City. You see the, the guys playing the drums on, on buckets all over every other corner. Um, it's just they're very commonplace. And I spent some time in New Orleans and down in New Orleans. It's the same deal. You can see top tier, some of the greatest musicians in the world that have played with like serious orchestras. And when you're good, Vernon, you th- want to try again. Give me a thumbs up. Um, you know, you can you have some of the best in the world uh, that are out there and they're right on the corner. There's actually a lady. I can't think of her name right now. I I recently, I recently saw, saw, recently saw no, we're still, no, echoing. We're still echoing. Still echoing? Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, uh, to have just what just what to tell you is that remember, remember every day every day is different. And that is ultimately what my message to tell to you. Uh, I set up in, you know, Los Angeles, busy place, but that's the only thing that I have. I apologize for my for my audio. Fix this. This podcast is great, great. Keep it up, man. You're not, man. You're not told you're a great man. <laughs> well, if you can, see if you can find somebody's phone, you can borrow and uh, jump back on. Okay, I'm okay. I'm here. All right, so I'm going to wait for you. We're going to talk for a minute. All right, so Vernon's going to try to get somebody else's uh, phone here and we're going to rem- and see what he can get going on. And we could talk for a minute. Um, let's see here. Dun, dun, dun. So while he's work, while he's working on that, but uh, down in New Orleans, like I said, just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, opportunity. While I'm thinking about it, George, if you're still hanging out, let me know if you're still on the stream right now. Uh, let me know if you're still hanging out with me, George, because I got a question for you. If you are, I'm sending something over to you. We haven't talked in a while. But this is a great opportunity. Um, come on there, computer. I know you can work with me. My man George is still out there. Dun, dun. Why is none of this working? My technology is not wanting to hang out with me, folks. It happens to the best of us. But, yeah, so uh, let's see if George is still on here. George, if you are still on, go look on your um messenger real quick bang bang check your messenger george so as i was saying though is this is one of those things we're going to pivot here for a minute if george can jump on i know nate's going to be mad but george is a uh new york sports guy he likes wrestling and we've met many times so we're going to make a quick pivot here i'm gonna see if george can jump on for a minute he'll send me a message if he can't but if he can i want to talk to him about some of the sports things that are going especially uh he, if I remember right, George is a Giants guy, and uh, I wanted to talk contracts for a minute. You know, I wanted to see what his feelings were on this uh, Daniel Jones deal. If he if he uh, has any opinions on it, the fact that Daniel Jones got a got a real nice payday here. Let's see. He saw my message. Let's see if he's got time to jump on. Like I said, this is podcasting. If you like the podcast, if you ever thought about podcasting, this is what we do. We pivot quickly. 
because things change. Vernon, Vern will get it fixed, fixed up. He's a great dude. You can find him on uh, LinkedIn at Vernon English. Great content. Like I said, uh, Darren, Wal- there's so many moves that have gone on today. Um, people signing. Somebody told me Zeke is leaving the Giants. I'm curious if that's true or not. Um, if Zeke really does leave the Giants, that'll be wild in my opinion because I can't imagine uh, them doing that. But that is the rumor is that Zeke is leaving the Giants. So we shall see who else has recent signing. And if you're hanging out with, I'd love to hear your opinion on uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm more curious of what people's opinion are on Lamar Jackson's response to uh, Adam Scheffner dropping the dime out that he had a chance at 133 million guaranteed at signing. And then all the other stuff that brought it up to 200 million. And he said, no, but now he's saying that he's basically coming out and saying that that was a, a BS statement that it wasn't real, that, uh, you know, none of those things were real. Uh, well, that's my whole thing. Nate is Lamar is going to be a headache. Um, if he, you know, he's going to play, they, they put the, uh, restricted free eight. I think they put the restricted. Let's see here. I got my man, George. Let's see if Vernon, George, you can hang out with us. You can be my co-host today. What do you think? You ready? George? Cool. Sounds good. Vernon. Let's see how you sound, brother. Can you guys hear me? You sound amazing. Okay, so I just took a cover off of my phone, and I think that was probably the issue. Oh, that I, that's a new one, it, echoing. So yeah, we're gonna keep you. So we're gonna we started to pivot for a minute. So I needed George for a sec. So George has the Outlaws po- Outlaws podcast. Nice. And uh, we met at the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. <laughs> Uh, where, nice. we, where we sat next to each other and gave each other scowls, like who's this, who's this guy? That's not true. We actually just hit it right off and started talking to each other. We were we geeked out, like, what kind of mic are you using? Well, I've got this one. What you got? So we yeah. geeked. But uh, I got it. So you're on. I don't know if you're. Are you a sports guy, Vernon? Yes, I love uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, The Undertaker, uh, Sting, all of those guys, legends. Uh, I'm. A, I definitely like. I, I'm, I've seen Sting. I like all those guys. But I got to ask this question. George, Lamar Jackson contract. I, I'd i be leery about giving him fully guaranteed money. What do you th- what are you thinking, Vernon? Lamar Jackson, I, I agree. Uh, I have to look at him and his uh, look at some more tape of him. But it's just, I don't know. Consistency is key. Well, he's not. he's never played a full season. Here's my thing for him. Here's the real one, and I wanted other sports guys' thoughts on this. Has, what do you think about his every season? He has a mystery illness that they'll never talk about. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You, do you know about that, George? Yeah, yeah. And, and it just it, it's it's things like that, right? Like, what right. what if it takes him down for two games? What if it takes him down for four? That's and now it's fully guaranteed. What if all of a sudden he can't play anymore because of it? Who's yeah. what's the one? What's the one that plays? Because you're 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 a Yankees guy, aren't you, George? Yeah. I'm sorry about that, but who's the guy that you guys <laughs> pay every every year like ten million dollars? Wait, that's Aaron Hicks. Is it Aaron Hicks that gets the the money every year and hasn't played for like forever? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's guaranteed money. Yeah. And there's the NBA star that that's like got a 20 year guarantee. That yeah, yeah, like so guaranteed money. It, it sounds great, and I don't blame an athlete for wanting it. But that dude, but I'm also, but I'm also the Adam, Adam Schefter uh, piece. Hmm. Adam Schefter came out and said, "Hey, no, somebody's echoing again. Who's echoing? Is it still me? Nope." All right, whatever you do. Okay. Cool. Somebody's echoing. Let's see who it is. George, you talk. What's going on, guys? All right, so I don't hear it. I hear it. So I think it was you there, Vernon. I think it was you there, Vernon. Okay, no Oh, man, come on. Go back to wherever you were sitting at. I was sitting at. <laughs> okay, I'll go over there. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, so, so that guy's money, it, is guaranteed, but Adam Scheffner came out with a thing, and I don't know if you saw it, George. 133 million 
guaranteed off the first rip, X signing, $133 million. Yep. As long as he stayed healthy, it was another, like, big chunk of, like, double-digit millions of dollars. And then there was a there was a third one for being there. And then if he was at the fifth day of the 2026 season, he just got $7 million just for being there. He could leave at the sixth day, but as long as he was there on the fifth day of the 2026 season, he got another $7 million. Total contract value, $200 million in guarantees continually as long as he hit those other widgets. But signing day was $133 million done yeah, that's generational wealth i don't understand why you wouldn't take that any yeah. one of us would any be a fool would be a fool vernon i'm gonna buy you a new phone i'm buying you a new phone i have to mute you right now because every time i unmute you you you, you echo at me all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna let you guys, you guys, conversation. And sorry for, sorry for the pivot. We're rescheduling. We're rescheduling. Okay, bet, bet. Deal. All right, let's get that right. fixed up. George and I finish this one up. All righty. Um, let me remove him for a second. But you just said it. You know that's generational wealth. You know, I, and I don't know if you're following it at all. I mean, you guys just signed Daniel Jones. No, no, no. I'm not a Giants fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh my god, Cowboys. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. Is Zeke gone? Zeke is gone. Yeah. So, which I, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of. I'd like to see him bring him back as a fullback. He does things that Pollard can't do. As a fullback. Yeah. Why not? He he never gets stuffed for short yardage runs. He's okay. he's a dynamite running back inside the red zone, and he's a hell of a pass blocker. I'll give you the pass blocker, but I don't know if he's got the body for a fullback. I don't know if he's got it. Well, it, here if if you're not going to touch the ball twenty times a game, you don't need to be light anymore. He could put weight on. But but do you pay him the money he's looking for at a fullback? No, that's no. the other side to it. I, I, I I mean, outside of Cincinnati, I don't really know anybody that would, is going to take the flyer on him. Why do you think Cincinnati would take it? Well, Ohio, Ohio State guy. Oh, yeah. See, this he's is a tough runner. He's very good in pass protection. Joe Burrow gets hit a lot. So, Can we talk about the greatest fullback in the NFL right now, though, for a second? Patrick Ricard. Yeah. Like, when I think about a fullback, that's the first thing that comes to mind to me is Patrick Ricard. Yeah, no, I I understand. I'm just saying, like, if, at, at this point in Zeke's career, if you're still going to be – I don't see him being that, you know, that do, running back, the tailback anymore. Do you think he's, he'd be – do you think he'd be smart to, to just pack it up and just – like, hey, I'm still Ezekiel Elliott. I can still walk. I can still spell my name. And any, any news station – at least for a couple of seasons, would love to have him. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, no doubt. Uh, I mean, look at Romo. Yeah, yeah. Zeke, I mean, and not for nothing, you do kind of, if you play in Dallas, you kind of have that ability. Yeah. People well, will love to hear from him or hate him, but it'll draw attention. Well, I, I mean, Romo, to me, right now, is the best color guy out there, bar none. I've watched games where that guy's talking, and he's like, Oh, let's take a look at that lineup. They're lining up in a blah, blah, blah. If you keep an eye out on the uh, tight end, he's going to run an out and up and uh, cross. And, you know, oh, look at that. You see that guy right there? He's going to go ahead and do that. And I watched a game where it, they must have at some point been like, stop. You're giving away the plays. They're listening to you. Yeah. Because it was just too accurate. Right. You say, you know, his vision of the field. But uh, what else is going on? Like today's been a big day for moves. Yeah. Uh, uh, Baker to the Bucks. That's pretty big. I think that was a smart move, and I think he'll be successful in Tampa. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why Cleveland cut the ties with him. He, you know what I mean. He played with a broken arm the year they cut ties with him. He went to L.A. He showed he could still play. Look, you, you, you know, know I mean, I don't think I don't know the Tampa Bay is necessarily going to be that. You know. They got a lot of rebuilding to do, but 
you know, I think Baker is a really good quarterback. You know, you know the Madden curse, right? Yeah, yeah, sure do. Yeah, that's the Cleveland curse. Yeah, yeah. Remember Brady Quinn? Yep, sure do. He was the greatest thing since sliced bread coming out of Notre Dame. That guy was going to set the NFL on fire. Couldn't have done it. He goes to Cleveland and he just falls apart. Yeah. You know? Colt McCoy, I think, was another one. Oh, that's an, oh, I forgot about Colt McCoy. Yeah, there's another one. And they were like back to back first rounders that yep. they pulled and just abused them like a prom date. Just horrible what they did to those kids. You know, and, and Baker, the only thing I, I will say that hurt Baker coming into the NFL is he tried to bring that same college energy. Yeah. It's like rah rah on the sidelines and all those kind of things. All that. Yeah. My buddy Eric from work, Johnny Manziel. There you go. Yeah. Johnny Football. But I think Manziel is a manufactured. Manziel was a manufactured quarterback. Like, have you ever heard of the story, like with his dad and like the money his parents spent? on him like his dad was like a big time lawyer in texas or something yeah yeah he was he was crazy what else is going on oh sp- speaking of, you mentioned joe burrow i just watched an interview have you ever heard about like joe burrow at like age nine or ten and winning like some basketball game did you hear this story i i seen i think i saw a little snippet of it yeah like the guy like they said his coach was like somewhere at some college he's a professor of psychology for criminal psychology was like yeah i only see that type of action in uh policemen emts and serial killers he's definitely got something right that a lot of these other guys don't have he absolutely is a beast but uh what other move what other moves have been going on in the nfl there's just been so many like the one i like is tyler heineke to the falcons now what do you like about that that kid's a gamer. So, so a couple of buddies of mine today, we were having a conversation. And it's like certain guys are knocked because of their size. And I think Heineke's one of those guys. Okay. But they don't knock Kyler Murray for his size. They don't knock Russell Wilson for his size. Russell Wilson's only 5'10. Is he really? Yeah. They, they say Russell Wilson's like 5'10, 5'10 and a half, maybe. He's like our man from Buffalo. Uh, the hell was his name back in the Doug day? Flutie. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie was like four foot eleven or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So you know, it's it, like there's like Heineke. He did pretty well with the Commanders, well, or the Redskins, whatever they were at the time. Yeah. You know, and I thought he did well in Wentz's absence. You know, last year. So. Uh, Dale Darren Waller to the Giants. Yeah, that's another move. This one I thought was be- an interesting move, and I'm curious your. Miles Sanders is going to go to the Panthers. Yeah. I, Are they just throwing money at whatever they can hope for? I don't understand the move they just made. Like who, who in this quarter, who I'm, I'm guessing it's got to be a quarterback because Sam Darnold went to San Francisco. Right. You traded up with the bears and and what DJ Moore? They traded away DJ Moore and something else to get the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is that good at quarterback in this draft? I couldn't even tell you who the quarterbacks are in this draft. Yeah, it's like it's like CJ. Everybody's like CJ Stroud or this Will Levis kid, and I'm like, these aren't like household names. Like I, I, I just don't get it. He says Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Ah. Is that is he is he a he's a West Coast quarterback, isn't he? Oh, Alabama. Yeah, Alabama's quarterback. Yeah, oh. I don't. I don't mean you got to really be in love with that guy. I don't know. But but are you in love with a, a a quarterback like him because of the fact that Alabama runs a pretty pro system? Yeah. So it, it's an easy transition for for a guy like that. You're you're not it is. with it. That, the thing, the thing about Alabama quarterbacks, though, is kind of like, you know, you can say Tua was having a good year. You can say Mac Jones had a good year. But the sustainability of them, it doesn't seem like after like three or four years, they just seem like they're, they kind of fall right off. Hold on, Eric. I, I, I'm going to stop you here. You're going to say that that guy is on the level with Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, and Lamar. Look, 
Lamar drives me nuts. There is no one in no one like that guy. There's not like he does things with his legs that you're not supposed to do. And he has a strong arm. I'll, I'll argue with anybody about his arm, but Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray doesn't get enough credit personally. I think that guy's better than what anybody says, but you're really going to put him on that level though. I think, what are your thoughts there, brother? I trust your, I, I listen to you talk sports. I trust your judgment. <laughs> I I saw a really cool thing and they were talking about Justin Fields and it, and it kind of tied into the Lamar Jackson situation. And basically what they were saying is, uh, who was your guys' backup quarterback? Huntley? Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I love Tyler Huntley. So they said, you know, the Ravens were fortunate enough to get somebody that kind of mimicked what Lamar could do. The Bears don't have that. The Bears don't have that luxury. You know, like, um, so like when Dak went down, Cooper Rush didn't do the same things as Dak could do, so to speak, right? Or the year before when it was Andy Dalton, right? So there's a drop off. Who can, who can replicate? what those guys can do. You need two of them on your team so that you don't lose the playbook and your whole identity. If Absolutely. somebody goes down. Yeah. We, we refer to Tyler Huntley, you know, the website wish. Yeah. The Tyler wish Huntley, Lamar. He's like the wish version of Lamar. You thought you were getting Lamar and it kind of looks like Lamar. Right. But it ain't Lamar. Right. And I'll say this, Nate, you know, a lot of players, look like a deer in headlights against that defense in Baltimore because it's just different. It just approaches the game different. I think that 2000 Ravens created an image that when you put that uniform on, you better, you better bring it in. A, it's like putting a Steelers uniform on. You better play differently once your feet touch that field. And there's yeah. an expectation from the fans. Um, here's another one. I'm, I, this is one Baltimore should have made this move, and I think it would have made the Lamar move better. Juju uh, Smith-Schuster to the Patriots. I know. I like They're, Juju. I like him, but I don't think they have. I don't think they have. I don't think their quarterback is. is I mean, he's okay. He's yeah, no, fundamentally I, okay. He's a big body to get the ball to. Um, he's never been the primary, really. He's always been – I think maybe one year with Pittsburgh, he was the primary after Antonio Brown left. Right. And he wasn't the primary in Kansas City. No. So, I mean – Number one. Yeah. And, I mean, I like Juju, but that's, that, that was an odd landing spot for me, for him, I thought. Yeah, like I, I, I agree with you. He needed to be somewhere. He needs to be somewhere with a quarterback that is a is a is a tosser. Yeah, he needs that. Uh, Eric says Alabama quarterbacks uh, normally have three NFL ready wide receivers. Also, it's different when they they hit the bat, the big leagues, and the receivers are worse than what they had in college. Oh yeah, yeah. And Juju is a solid number. Well, look, I I can't tell you many guys I watch. You know, we we say, and I, I always lean on Baltimore sports because I love my my hometown sports. But we say it all the time. In Ozzy, we trust, and I know Ozzy doesn't run it. It's Eric yeah. Costa now. But let's be honest, Ozzy's still sitting back there going, "Listen, Eric, say this. <laughs> just just say this. I I want to play a couple extra holes of golf. You say this. Tell them you said it, but it came from Ozzy. And I will I'll make you a promise. Lamar doesn't play in Baltimore he gets broken anywhere else. Yeah. And I, I thought I thought for sure he was going to end up in Washington. I'll, I'll make you two promises. Lamar doesn't play in Baltimore. Lamar gets broken anywhere else. Lamar doesn't play in Baltimore. And we're, we're screwed for three seasons because we have to revamp our entire offensive process. There, There is an – I don't want to say it's a don't don't quote me on like uh, saying it's a similarity between quarterbacks. I'm just thinking the situation. Mm -hmm. This reminds me a lot of the RG three Mike Shanahan situation. Yes, I, where, I yeah, where Harbaugh was in trouble. He revamped the offense to hey, we're going to just stick to Lamar's strengths, and it kind of 
and I know I know RG three got hurt or played hurt, and then eventually, but you saw once Shanahan once they went away from Shanahan, the protections for RG three he just fell apart. His career was kind of over after that. And where kind of to your point, if Lamar leaves Baltimore, unless somebody uses him exactly how Harbaugh did, I don't see it being favorable to him. Well, that's the other side. You know, everybody's talking about, you know, and this is something I really wanted to talk to somebody knowledgeable about. You know, everybody's talked about that uh, these teams won't sign him because of the money. I don't think it's because of the money. I really don't believe that. Uh, NFL teams, if you've been to an NFL game in the last decade, um, you have to sell your firstborn to get yeah. in there unless you're somehow grandfathered into it, uh, whatever the case is. But I think it's exactly what I just said. Do you sign Lamar? And then you have to go get a much more athletic line. You have to have a coaching staff that understands that play style you have to go through so many things to change that Baltimore's already done. The only other team that I think could take on what he does, well, there's two. I'll take it back. There's two. Two teams right now that could take on what he does, and they don't need him. Kansas City and Philadelphia. Yeah. And they don't need him. The only reason I, th- I was thinking maybe Washington is why? Rivera Rivera had Cam Newton and he kind of played him in that same similar role. Right, but does he have all the but he doesn't have the the players. Right, right. No, I agree. He might not have, you know, the line and the, this, you know. And, but, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, or go back to Lamar's rookie year when they swapped him out for Joe. He was in trouble. They they were getting ready to fire Harbaugh. He was Right, done. that's what that's what made me say the the yeah. Mike Shanahan deal. Yeah, you know, and, and Nate, Nate, I love my buddy Nate. I tell everybody, go follow uh, the flock for Baltimore. It's Nate's site. He's always got good stuff. He knows a lot of these players. He's been around uh, a lot of them. Teams won't sign him because no agent. Well, you know who he reminds me of with the no agent thing? And I'm going to watch the light bulb. If you're watching this live, you watch George have like the cartoon light bulb go above his head. <laughs> I'm going to say two letters unless, and I know he's a sports guy. So this is going to make perfect sense to him. Two letters. This is who Lamar reminds me of during this negotiation. AI. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It, it's like, remember how AI's mom was like way too yeah. involved in his life. Lamar's yep. mom is the same way. Absolutely the same way. And I've watched interviews with her. I hate to say it, and maybe I'm wrong. I kind of feel like maybe she's uh, she's making sure he gets paid because that's her paycheck. Oh, probably. They're, that's why people get paid to do this job, right? Because they're that's what they do, and they know how to negotiate these things. They take and sometimes out. you have to be separated from the situation to see it clearer. Mm-hmm. Take the... Those who don't know it, I do staffing for a, for a living. I do that because I can take the emotion out of it for everybody. I'm in the middle. My job is, you know, I negotiate people's deals all the time, but I can take the emotion out. I'm not emotionally attached to it. You know, it's not my paycheck in that sense. And that makes things easier. That's what your agent is there for is to take that out. And I don't think he gets it. He sees every negotiation as how dare they. Right. You know, it's the you've heard the story of the Shaq deal before Kobe. Yeah. Yep. It's the same idea. Shaq wanted 120 million, and they were like, I'll get you to a hundred. A hundred million dollars? Yeah. Okay. Hey, and we signed this kid. You'll love him. His name's Kobe. You'll win championships. Nobody ever nobody unless you lived outside of Philadelphia, nobody knew who the hell Kobe was. Right. He was like, Pfft. he was a high school kid. If, I think he wasn't he the he actually wasn't he the last high school draft pick to go into the uh, NBA. I think he was the last one. No, because LeBron came after him. But LeBron played one year college. I thought. No, no, he came straight from high school. Did he? I thought he did one year. Yeah, college. it was. It was sometime after. It was sometime after LeBron. They did the one and done. He had to go at least one year to college. Because because Melo did one year college. Yeah, Melo went to Syracuse, won the championship, and then. And them dipped. dipped. That's another one. What do you think of that? Jer- 
Jim Beheim not coming back to Syracuse? He, see- it was due. He was due. He's been kicked around a lot for a while. I'm going to the uh, NCAA second round on Sunday in oh, Albany. Yeah, yep. So, so did you get rid of which arm? Did you get rid of? Uh, some other. I sold somebody else's arms. <laughs> That's good. I looked at those tickets a couple of months ago, and uh, I told my wife, I was like, I really want to go because I was going to take my daughter because she played college ball for Sage and yeah. uh, won the Troy in, in high school. She won the state championships for Troy High School. And a phenomenal ball player. Uh, but I looked at him, they were like 225. And what was killing me was I was like, I don't know who we're going to see. Right. And I didn't know. Right. I obviously didn't know until. So it's going to be the winner. It's like it looks like Miami's the five and Indiana's the four that are playing there. Oh, I think they're playing. I thought you it was the VSU and St. Uh, Saint something. No, it's my. I think it's Miami versus. I don't know, like Drexel or somebody, or Drake, something like that. And then it's it's Miami and Indiana, the two the two that should meet up if everything goes right in the second round. I so I picked Sunday's game. I figure I'd want to see the second round, the right, right, the regional. Got you. So you're not seeing the Friday or Saturday game. No. I'm seeing the uh, Sunday, the second round game. Yeah. Okay. Cause like one of the, I wanted to see actually the first round games look good to me because the one was like, uh, I think it was St. Mary's and, and VCU, I think is who it is. Like it, yeah. was, it was a game where I was like, I want to see this game. This looks like a, a definitely a decent game to watch. Nate, he probably could sell me, but I did hear something about LeBron recently that I thought was interesting. And I'm not a LeBron fan only. And I, I lost my, my taste for LeBron during the uh, NBA games that they played over in China. I don't know if anybody remembers that. They played in China. The um, Houston assistant coach made something, some comment about the uh, Chinese government and the way the atrocities against people. And they started pulling down all the signs that these NBA players were there. And LeBron made some comment like, you're going to get us kidnapped and killed. And it's like, bro, these are – they commit atrocities that we can't even understand in this country. And I know that your shoes are made there and I get it and they pay you well, but you're also the one that'll come home. And, and when you're, you're feel safe and sound in your billion dollar mansion, you know, you'll talk all kinds of shit. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his, but I did hear something interesting that they said, if you look at the way his career has been in every team he's played for, and that was his only career each time he's played for a team Cleveland the first and the second time Miami and now LA every single one of those could have been a Hall of Fame career yeah the guy's extremely talented guy I don't know that he's a likable guy for many of us our age I mean like I was a diehard Knicks fan and Michael Jordan killed the Knicks (laughs) he like just killed them forever right and you hated him when you were there but you know what he didn't do? He didn't take nights off. He played every night. Ever. But do you think that's them or is that the way? This no, that's them. That's them. Because, you know, like if, if you go on TikTok or any of these things where some of these players, they come out and they kind of have their own, you know, podcast and they have their own voice now. They A lot of them talk about how, you know, some guys don't like it. They're like, listen, these people work really hard and spend a lot of money to come watch us play. And then you're just tired and you just don't want to play. That's not like, it's not acceptable. Some of these players are like, I remember my mom having to save all her money to bring me to watch a game. And then on that night I'm, I'm tired. So I'm not going to play. Right. Like when you put it in perspective, you know, you work eight, I mean, granted they work a lot harder than the 82 games a year. Cause you got to keep in shape and all that. But, right. but even you know, you're not, you're not swinging a hammer. Right. You know, in cold weather, snow, rain, whatever, you know. And and, and look, the, the staying in shape thing, your team fronts professional, you know, trainers to make sure that you're there. Your your biggest your biggest challenge is make sure that your chef that you paid for is providing meals that meet, you know, your personal trainer's diet. I mean 
I, I'm not impressed by any of it. You know, it's it just, just like when people argue about the negotiations, I'm like, you do realize that this is millionaires arguing with billionaires about millions of dollars. Right. I would be happy if I would be happy if 50 cents fell out of the back of a Brinks truck. I'd be like, win. Yeah. 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 I mean, these guys are incredible, but I stole you from my show, brother. How's yours going? We're doing well. We just finished episode, I think 126 regular. I think we're in, we're in our fourth season, 126 episodes, regular episodes. Then, then we do interviews kind of like this. Uh, most recently we had on the field representative for Congressman Mark Molinaro. Oh, nice. Which is pretty cool. Um, some upcoming stuff we have the new general manager for the Saugerty Stallions collegiate baseball team. He's coming up soon. So is um, Patrick Stacuzzi. He's a, he's a doctor that handles like a lot of sports medicine. Oh, that's cool. And um, you know, like, that's pretty cool just because you get in the sports aspect of, you know, what things people take or like UFC fighters getting caught with EPO. What does EPO mean? What's it do to your body? So, you know, it's, it's just lining up things like that. Um, a couple comedians we've got on the hook, you know, for when they come to do some shows locally, we'll have them lined up. Now, what, it, day you know, what day is your show? Do you, do you do live like this at all anymore? I know I've seen you guys do live back and forth in the middle of the day. Yeah, so what we do is because of our conflicting work schedules, we record, and then the way we stream, it always comes out live even though it's not live. It says live. And people are like, I know you're at work. How are you live? I'm like, because I'm not a, I'm not live. Just it always says that. Um, so we record usually on Sundays, and then we put every, every Thursday our new episode comes out on Spotify, and every Thursday night at like 8 o'clock, so tomorrow night at eight o'clock, ours will be on Outlaw Blitz here. Uh, I mean, on YouTube, on Facebook, and on uh, Twitch. So, so that's where they. So now, where's Highland at right now? Is he at work? Yeah, he got he got stuck late working. And, and for you those who don't know, make sure you know go give George and Highland a follow. Go check out the Outlaw Blitz guys. Great show. Good dudes. Um, We're idiots. <laughs> we're all idiots we're all a bunch of goombas when you really look at it but uh y- you got to watch them nate now and what's best is i don't know if i've ever seen you do one of these george but i know uh highland does it all the time like he had a whole series where he was like checking out different coffee cold coffee drinks oh or- yeah yeah so people that put us up to it and uh he does i do the bacon egg and cheeses for the most part Okay. And he does a lot of coffee, pizza, and um, like drinks, like anything like that kind of stuff. So it was pretty cool for so for a while people were like, yo, you guys still doing them them reviews? And now we're getting like people calling us, hey, can you come review us? We oh, just got asked to go review a food truck coming up here soon. Somebody else asked us to review one of their restaurants, you know, one of their famous sandwiches. Like so I'm like, yeah, we'll we're we're game. All right, so next time, so when you're in Albany, um, we got a spot just down the street from the house called Duncan's, D-U-N-C-A-N. Okay. It's, it's a breakfast lunch spot, so you'd have to come up. So if you come up on Sunday, you'd have to come up in time to get there. But they've got a breakfast sandwich called the Cardiac. Okay. And it's like eggs, cheese, and like three different meats. And what the best part about it is, if my wife's listening, I, she's probably already putting the kid to bed. I tell her to bring it down. We, I took my son there today. I took the day off, and uh, we picked up three glazed donuts. I could only pick up three. Brother, each donut is Jeez. about is, is the size of a wag of like a kid's wagon wheel, <laughs> and the glaze that's on it is like it's not like oh we dipped it and look it's got a little glaze on it like a Krispy Kreme right right it's like thick like I ate it over a plate because as I'm eating it. It's falling apart. It's oh, that's that's awesome. And everything's made in house. Like we're sitting there today, and my five year old's watching the one of the owners uh, of Duncan's Dairy, and he's like got the big jug of the dough, and he's making stuff. 
And my son's like, what's he doing, dad? And I explained it to him. He's like, I've never seen that before. But he's like mixing the dough, firing it in the oven for raisin bread. Because I, I knew I saw the raisin there, and just doing it right there in front of you. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. We we had we had something similar like that. Um if you're ever down this way, you gotta stop at Snyder's bakery in Mount Marion. It's it's a little hamlet of Saugerties. And I grew up in Mount Marion and there was this market and it sat it sat vacant for a little while and then this bakery took it over. So we went in and we, and I did a review on a ba- on their bacon, egg and cheese. And all of a sudden, like they're like, Hey, you don't realize what you've done. So we went and did a live review and in that it went from like maybe they sold like ten or fifteen to they sold a hundred that day. No shit. Yeah. So it was like to see it live that like it had that kind of legs and it, it reached that kind of an audience. They're like, Well, these guys said it was good. I had to come try it, and they sold a hundred in a day. It was pretty wild. And we're getting ready to close the show up, but I gotta ask that, you know, as a podcaster, to really see something you've done influence people like that what's that like brother it's really awesome you know because like like i said i grew up there and highland didn't so when highland came down and we shot the live thing and people started coming in and talking i'm like this is the power bud this is like this is what can happen these are the things that do happen if you you know you just can reach you don't know who you're reaching with your podcast you know yeah you you have you have no idea who's out there Brother, I appreciate you jumping on. So you got any lives coming up anytime soon here? No. Tomorrow night, like I said, our show will be on. And usually I follow along with it in case people comment. I could comment back. I do want to touch on one thing, though. I watched uh, your son start a wrestling this year, and I thought that was freaking awesome. He is uh, he is loving it, man. He uh, He did bite a kid the other day, though. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> he, he bit a kid the other day. I'm like, oh my god. Well, thank you, though, man. He'll love to hear that. He uh, he has his own clothes. Did I tell you he has his own clothing line now too? Oh, good for him. He he out of the blue. Um, Shane Shane uh, Lafair, who's a wrestling promoter down uh in, towards the city. He's talking to Shane like my five year old talking to him like he knows him, and all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> who knows? But when. And look at this kid. I'm like, what'd you say? Hey, dad, who knows but when? So we started making him shirts that say, who knows but when wrestling shirts. Nice. That is awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, show got me into paranormal. Look, and they, you guys, everybody, go check out Nate. He's doing a paranormal circus uh, or paranormal funhouse. Excuse me. He'll yell at me on Paraflix. Uh, Nate is always here to support us. He's a great guy. He'll find you. You want somebody to find you some wild ass guests? I'll introduce you to Nate. Next thing you know, doors will be opening and closing in your house. Shit, you, you'll be like, why is this happening? <laughs> and Nate will be like, see, I told you, introduce you to everybody. Yeah. He's always got folks. But thank you, brother. I'll let Lucas know. He'll he'll get a kick out of that. He uh, he was trying to – what were they trying to teach him? The, they were trying to teach him something the other day. I mean, he's five. So, like, yes. the, the technical to it, it was like getting on – because now they're doing uh, – he just went from collegiate to freestyle which for a five-year-old means absolutely yeah freestyle doesn't make sense to me all these years later i can't you know and and he's trying to like roll somebody yeah like i'm like yeah it's all right bud you're five he just lays on the kid (laughs) that's one of those sports though if you can do that you can accomplish anything in life so his one of his coaches may 31st is going to be on who's a national champion. Uh, guy's a phenomenal wrestler. Great. But you just said, it. I've never personally known anyone who had a wrestling background. And I don't mean did it in high school or something like that, but had a true wrestling background. And when I say did it in high school, I'm talking gym class folks, but a true wrestling background that, and I'm not saying they're billionaires, millionaires, but they're all, successful steady jobs working people they they are able to contribute to society because there's something about that facing a, another person one on one that takes you to the next level in life yeah and in, in those situations you're kind of in front of the whole school and it's just you out there 
no being embarrassed. Like you're either going to yeah, get, you might, you know, and you might take that beat and then what it is, what it is. Yeah. You know, and, and who's going to, and no, I, and who's going to say something to you? The, the asshole sitting up in the, in the stands, dude, you got your ass kicked. Where were you? Right. Right. And then, and the bigger thing is after you lose, you got to shake that guy's hand. That, that is a huge, I never thought about that, bro. George, I never that, put that in there. It's, it's, it's big. That, that's, that's, probably some of the biggest you know life lesson right there like hey sometimes you're going to get kicked in the teeth you just got to accept it you know close it out and move on and that's the thing about wrestling when i saw your little son doing that i'm like this is so awesome and then what it'll teach the life lessons it'll teach if he sticks with it like you said you you know people with a true wrestling background anything they're usually very successful and you know, um, extremely hard workers. It teaches you so much more about life than, you know, life. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's truly, what is, what is it? There are three one-minute periods, right? I didn't wrestle in high school. Yeah, well, yeah, when you're younger, it's three one-minute. When you get to high school, it's three two-minutes. Okay. I mean, and that's you and another human. Yeah. That, that's it. And if you think two minutes isn't long, go out there. <laughs> that's like uh, when people are like, I can't understand why you, you didn't stand in there with Mike Tyson for longer. Yeah, okay. Bro, bro, have you ever just like – I always tell people, if you think it's not that big of a deal, go find a bag, set a timer for 30 seconds, just 30 seconds, and I want you for 30 seconds to give it every bit you got on a bag. Right. Just everything you got for 30 – and tell me how you feel. Yeah. If after 30 seconds, you're like – I'm still good to go. I got another 30 in me. Then you then you're good. But I promise you, most cats after 30 seconds are like, <laughs> Yep, you're gassing. Yep, I agree. Chinese Sharpay. <laughs> Don't log off. I got to talk to you for a minute here, George. We're gonna get okay. ready to close this thing up. Uh Nate, as always, brother, thank you for joining us. Everybody who jumped on and joined us, thank you so much. If you're finding us for the first time, uh we're going to get Vernon back on. He's a great guy. Make sure you're checking out Vernon English. You can find him on uh, – I got his IG rolling across right now still. Official West Coast VHE. Good dude. Had some phone issues. Just weren't able to get him on. Vernon is a solid good dude. Make sure you go check Vernon out. Also, uh, check out Outlaw Blitz. And it's uh, – it, Outlaw's got a Z in it, right? I'm, I'm, yeah. Yep. B-L-I-T-Z. B-L-I-T-Z. Outlaw Blitz. Make sure you check those guys out. George and Highland, phenomenal, good dudes, fun to listen to. Uh, look, they're the reason why I bought lollipop mics for when I do remote. I had to, had to go switch things up because after listening to those guys. So make sure you're checking those guys out. Uh, check out Nate on Paranormal Funhouse on Paraflix. You can check those guys out. And look, if you're finding us all for the first time this way, make sure you're going on the Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever you're listening to us on. Give us that five-star liking. If you're listening to the audio for the first time, you have no idea. George and I will both tell you, you giving us a five-star and, and a rating means that much to us. It's how people find us. It's how people discover us. It's how 100 people get and go go and find a, a, a sandwich shop in Saugerties, which has an amazing garlic festival. I have to tell you all about it. But we'll talk another time about how it competes with the Bennington one. The Bennington's pretty awesome, too. But that's how people find those kind of things and they discover it because you give us a, a rating. You you take that moment of your time and value us in that way. And it means something to us. Trust me, we really do. It matters to us. When we see that, it's a little bit of excitement for us when we see that rating from you. I'm no Ariola Grande or one of them. I, I, it doesn't, you know, I don't ignore those kind of things. So please make sure you, you give us those likes. Uh, next week, we have Loria Sitzer, Sitzer, I'm probably pronouncing Laurie's name wrong, but Laurie's going to be on. We're talking uh, business coaching again. I know I do a lot of business coaching shows, but there is a value to that. I can't say it enough. Uh, Laurie's going to be on it, and we're talking. Uh, actually, no. Yeah. Oh, Nick, Nikki Gent is next week. I thought Laurie was next week. I got to get that correct. Uh, but Nikki's going to be on next week. We're talking. She's she's the uh, Australian lady that does international family services. That's a whole nother topic. So make sure you join us next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Let us know what you're thinking. And, hey, and as we always do, since you got to be the guest today, brother, 
there's one rule for every guest. And that is the guest gets the last word. So what's the final word? Uh, well, I'll close it how we close ours. As always, take it deep. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation. Found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found. 